geekversus.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, what's going on, people? And John. Did you notice how he he went, as always, <laughs> as if it was... I think that's, he was just I rubbing... I think we're it. weighing on him. He was rubbing his little his underbeard. And that's kind of like when you get a dog's ear, he, he was, it, it was all it took for him to talk. <laughs> I'm going to sleep now. He's like, yeah, yeah. Nap time. <laughs> yeah. His underbeard. You like that? I do. Yeah. Everyone have a good week? It was, mm, yeah, I had a I had a very busy. <laughs> yeah, you did. Week yeah, you did. Last we talked, you were uh, partying with high schoolers and everything. All right, that can be taken out of context. Yeah, I know, and that's why I said it. <laughs> well, the brilliance of that, yeah that that turned out better than I could have even even anticipated. I'm bad, did it was, and again out of context, right? It was it was amazing. Huh. I heard it was non consensual. <laughs> Uh, Wait. now this just got weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I had a, it was, it was arranged by adults. Mm, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I'm uncomfortable. Gotta go. Gotta go. Ooh. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. My week wasn't horrible. That's good. It's, it's not bad. Kind of a blur. Thursday was particularly Hell, yeah, hell on earth. Yeah, I don't want to do another Thursday for for a while. <laughs> I'm good with not doing that for a year or like ten. It's just one of those situations where you're doing oh exactly God, okay. what you're told. You just but now you still it out. Get, you okay. still get dirty looks. <laughs> Sean didn't even know. I'm sitting there going, "What in the hell are you guys talking about on Thursday?" Mm-hmm. I was I was a part of Thursday. Doing exactly. <laughs> you were literally the main guy for that day. Doing exactly what got, I'm told and getting got, dirty looks. I I got. On the elevator today, yeah. leaving, mm. she got on the elevator. Another dirty Uh-oh. look? Or it's Just a diss. Just a complete diss. As you should be. I'm like, now, Wait. in fairness, she was on the phone, but... Did you get... You, you could have got a... If I see somebody I know, I'm like... Yeah, you know, that. The thing. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you couldn't see that. He's holding his hand classy. up. It's great radio. Yeah. He's holding the phone up to his ear, and he kind of gives a head nod with a smile. Yeah. That's what you do. I am on her list, and I don't get it. You've been branded a Richard, is what you're saying? I guess. I don't you know. were a Richard to her. Is that, Was I? Is, I have no idea. Okay. I'm not even sure who we're talking about. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's one of two people, but if it's involved with that day. Yeah. And I'm guessing well, that was it's fun. the one who's located I, I was, in your building. So is there supposed to be some sort of debrief? Possible debrief actions. Oh. I don't know. I've... To be honest, when you said Thursday, I thought you were talking about Friday, which was when we picked up our Super Nintendos. We did do that. Uh, yeah. So that's why I was confused. I went, oh, yeah. that was not that. Wait, you day. weren't there with us when we did that, though. I was. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. Because mm-hmm. I was there with him. Yeah, I was know. There. He was there. No, you were uh, You were doing your Old your, your man lockered. That was the next day. No, he didn't go with us at lunch. Chris, man, you okay, man? I remember these things. It was me, Jeff. Jeff was not there. No, Jeff was there. Mm-hmm. Jeff joined us after we ate lunch. My mm-hmm. man, my memory is immaculate. No, you Clearly two not. old men. Look, it's Tuesday, so you really got to tighten this up when we're done. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm good. 
I'm building on PC. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. So yeah, we picked up our Super Nintendos, which John, have you opened yours? Mm-hmm. I have not yet. Yeah. Jeff got two of them. <clears throat> and I think he opened one. I've got to make a confession. For Holden. This what? is your confession. I, I had two, but I, I did the right thing and I let one of my friends buy one. How did you get wow. two? Why didn't you let me buy it from you? Seriously, no. Did, uh, Chris, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. You didn't say you wanted it. How did you get it? You never two? asked. I uh, pre-ordered at EB Games and then left and went down to GameStop and pre-ordered. He's that D, folks. So if you want to know why you can't find this console and it costs $9 million. I, I, I bought two Nintendos and I haven't flipped them. I don't plan on flipping them. I'm not that D. You're that guy who's a collector that keeps them there and never opens up and uses them. And there's some little kid right now that could be playing those games. Well, his dad should have stepped up to the plate and got him one. His name was Jeff, and he did. There you go. So why is, But he got one. He did. Yeah. So He got two, too. He's kind of a D. <laughs> <laughs> but what, John? And it's his John's birthday this week. What's up? It looks like I'm your seventh best friend. <laughs> why is that? You're solid number six, dude. Dude, you're like... I remember that day. I'm getting in the car. He's following me to my car just so we can see the receipt. Dude, man, you really saved my life. I really appreciate this. Thank you so yeah, much. You so did. I put that money down, and you went to the other store. After. Uh-huh. After. Uh-huh. I didn't come with uh-huh. with, with the pre-order before. Yeah. I, yeah. I can show you the receipts. Whatever, man. Whatever. I can Cuphead, show you- bruh. Was it good? <laughs> was it good? I don't even know what's happening now. Was it good? <laughs> I don't know. Chris, was it good? <clears throat> We're not there yet. Okay. News. <laughs> What's in the news? You ready to eat yet? Dear Lord. Guess we're going to get some the, dumpster uh, juice. You, look, I'm going to put it on air. You came through for me. I did not have one until you gave me one. <laughs> but this you is, went. See you, man. Thanks no, no. again. Did not. Sneak, 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 <laughs> no sneak, sneak, sneak. No, who was I with? Do you remember? Apparently, nobody. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Was I was with Jeff, and Jeff said, let's go down to GameStop and, quote, see what they got going on. I could have uh-huh. told you they have them ready because I went over to EB Games because they had already got them ready. At that time, GameStop had not. Right? Yeah, I had called you and said, "Game, I'm at GameStop. They can't seem to get their system to cycle over." Yeah. When we went, so in, you're a D. You know the lady and the guy. Remember the lady that was mad at you for getting to. Did yeah. you technically? Yeah. And the guy. There was another guy. Both of them went down there too and got another one. Those jerk faces. And you were. Uh, you just left. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're not really doing a good job to set up your case for like when I get three tickets to the uh, SEC championship this year. Chris, I'm and I've got, I've got Jeff. First Jeff off. is a firm; he's going. But Jeff, now I got to think about like, well, should I just invite off, Tammy? First, first, the f off. How is he all of a sudden? Uh, he's in. I mean, well, how many years in a row does he have selfie pictures with you at the Georgia Dome watching Alabama win an uh, SEC championship? Uh, I'm gonna go with zero. Uh, you know he why? was with us last year. Jeff was with us last year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure he was. Yeah, last year was the year we all three went together. Are you sure? Yeah, because the year before was me and you, and the year before that was me and him. Jeff didn't go last year. Jeff went with us last year, and he went two <laughs> we years did. before. Well, Super NES Classic is really cool. <laughs> is, it, is it cool? Yeah, man. It's yeah. really great. Um, He's, uh, Holden was playing Link to the Past. As dope. he should. As did I told him that. I'm going to say this. That is an astute young man. But then he put it down and he started playing Super Mario RPG, which is a fine game. But I said, like, what I, the heck are you doing here? Well, no, no. This is That's that's one of the reasons why I'm excited about this, because I never got my hands on Super Mario RPG. And I'm looking forward to it. It's a fun game. I never played Super Metroid. 
Oh, wow. It's going to go down. How are the controllers as far as the length There's, of the cables? They're, oh, well. Short is what I hear. Short well, they're problem. longer than the NES yeah. cables. But, uh, you know, if I had to recall, they, and I have my original Super NES cables, uh-huh. I will compare sizes tonight. <laughs> yeah, you will. I, I'm sure they about feel the same. From, from, yeah, that's when that... And that's the thing, you know, we're not going to really expand on this much during the news, but the, the the two chief complaints, one of them I can understand, the cord, I guess, yeah, sure, make it longer. Yeah. But the complaint that you have to stand up and go reset it, mm-hmm. that is BS to me. That is a criticism Wait, based reset on... reset for what? To, to get back to the main menu. You have to get up and flip it like you used to do on the old machines. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I guess I to me, that. to me is just you lazy bum. Get up. Well, the laziness. Times. Yeah, the laziness comes. Yeah, from it's a lazy point times. Yeah, we, on Nintendo. Anything you touch these days, you can. You don't have to get up to do anything to change it. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it would take that much to say like, no, hey, if you want to go home, hit both start and but select. But to me, but to me, it's like, it's like we want this thing and we want to, we want to remember it exactly how it is, I, I except change it. Yeah, it's I like, guess. come on, man, get up I and. Know. Get up and hit the button. Dude, to the, me, box it's ain't that, the box ain't It's two calories. Mm-hmm. That's it. Two calories. It's like queso from somewhere. Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> That's I the would... guy who reviewed it for a certain website. Wasn't even alive for these games. Okay. How so does the that heck make you feel? Makes me feel like he <laughs> doesn't deserve... He did <laughs> Makes me feel old, okay? Thank you. Yeah. There you go. People get old and die. But it's cool, man. Rest in peace, Tom Petty, if he's dead. We're not sure yet. He's dead. I don't know. They were saying he was dead. And then, yeah. like, right afterwards, TMZ came on and we were like, actually, now we've gotten our report saying he's actually still clinging to life. So, no one knows for sure. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's been an R report afterwards. Yeah, CBS reported dead. And I was really sad because I really love Tom Petty. Hold on. let's We can settle this. I'll Tom, check Fox News. Tom Petty's one of those musicians who never stopped making good music. I was I said on uh, my Facebook page, his first concert, rock concert I went to, and I thought he was the coolest guy. I never knew he had already been like around for 20 years by the time I saw him. So the first I got I got th- I got 3 CDs at one time, but my first CDs were Genesis Invisible Touch. That's a great album. Tom Petty's Wildflowers. Yeah, not Heartbreakers. Tom no, Petty. This is just his first solo, I think it was. Yeah. And then the third one, I'm not telling you. Guess you're scared? Absolutely. I didn't even know about this news. This is crazy. I don't see it anywhere anymore. It's just do this. Go to Google, put Tom Petty in. Seven minutes ago. Yeah, that's AMP <laughs> reporting, but then. Let's see. We're just standby audience. Chris was feasting a little bit with Penny. For those of you wondering how she's doing, she's doing good. She's still Penny. She's trying. She's trying not to destroy things that will get her killed for. All right. Forever. So this is the uh, New York Daily News. Let's see. And they are reporting he is dead after going into cardiac arrest seven minutes ago. Okay. I mean, from what it was sounding like, he was. Uh, that's very man. No. This is this has not been a good twenty four hours. No, it has not for many reasons. Um, but yeah, that just sucks. I mean, it sucks. But let's see here. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I'm getting everything from taking off life support to <clears throat> dead. So, I mean, it sounds like, regardless, he's probably on his way out. So that sucks. Anyways. We're going to do our best. Um, so let me get to the point. <laughs> um, we're going to do our Let's best. Roll. We're not news guys. We're not politicians. You... We're just going to do our best to talk about video games and hopefully bring you people some joy. For sure. Just like Tom Bay did for yeah. many years. So let's do it. Let's do it. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is Cuphead. <laughs> it's Cuphead. Cuphead. Heads of cup, cups of head. Just it's uh <laughs> just cuphead. It could it be could it be getting any, any better reviews right now? Well, yeah, I mean I guess it could. It could be in the nineties yeah. if it was better. I, I mean, mean forces. I told the you 90s. this game wasn't gonna be good. I told it's you all of it. Dude. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Even amazing. But yeah, Cuphead, the long awaited title from uh, was it Studio MR or MDHR or something like that is their name? Uh, MDHR. Yep. There we go. One of them things. Yeah. Uh, for those unfamiliar, the game was first unveiled back in 2014 and was all the rage at the E3s for Xbox's showcase. It is unique in the sense that everything in it is hand-drawn and not just hand-drawn to something you would find today, but more distinctly that of the 1930s that you would find in either i don't know i guess what is defined as maybe vaudeville or um there's what is his name there's a guy max fleischer fleischer yeah that had a uh, studio that did like betty bop or betty boop and you know popeye and all those kind of cartoons if you've ever seen those <laughs> if you've ever seen who's framing Roger Rabbit, yeah. a lot of Toontown is in that style that we're talking about here, yes. where it's a lot That's of inanimate and uh, like inanimate objects having faces and personality to it. Um, and it's really good. It's really, really, really good. I was surprised how that they actually pulled this off. Um, for a lot of people, were wondering just like how the heck is this going to play. Uh, basically, the game breaks down into three types of styles. Uh, you have levels that are the main focus, I would say, which are bullet hellhole or hellhole or what is it called? Bullet hell type uh, battle stuff where you have constantly stuff just flying at you from an enemy on the other side of the screen. It's your job to avoid it and learn the patterns and slowly progress. You have uh, these running gun levels that are kind of like Mega Man, you know, where you're just constantly trying to go from left to right, shooting things and jumping over and trying to avoid hits. And then you also have levels that are kind of like the bullet hell levels, but they're more platforming based boss battles instead of just staying in one stack place. You're either moving up and down or you're moving left to right, whichever something is constantly changing. So you're having to manage not only the boss's attacks, but also making sure you don't die in the process from uh, the moving world. Uh, the story is pretty simple, uh, but it works perfectly fine. Basically, the idea is that 
Cuphead and his friend Mugman. That's his brother, ain't it? Uh, it just kind of says his friend. Um, they are, they are kids who, you know, they want to go have some fun and their, uh, parental figure who is called Elder Kettle. He's a, he's a teapot kettle, <laughs> uh, warns them, you know, don't go down to the devil's casino because the only thing, bad things will come from there. But of course they go by the casino and they get entranced by the lights and the bright lights of the city and all that. And they go in, they go to the gambling table and they start getting on a roll and, you know, they're constantly winning, hanging, you know, double sevens and all that kind of stuff until eventually the devil himself appears and says, Hey, great luck guys. I'll make you a deal. If you get one more win, uh, I'll triple your earnings. But if I win, I get your souls. Mugman's all like, I don't know. But of course, at this point, Cuphead is completely just transfixed on, on the, the prize and everything takes a roll and gets snake eyes. So now, of course, they don't want to give up their souls. So the devil makes them a deal. He says, I'll give you one day to go around and collect the soul contracts that I have on everyone in out there that's, uh, in debt to the casino, which is why Cuphead is now going around and having all these boss fights with these different characters. Uh, and that's about it for the story. And there's a little bit more that develops on, but it's, it's kind of like a classic game in the sense of like, look, you're going on a, you know, a quest. This is the quest backing to it. That's it. Sounds dark as crud. It is. There's a lot of dark undertones in this game. uh, The, the bosses and I guess the world that you're fighting. They have like this evil kind of grin and look. To yeah, them. yeah. Even though it's like a cartoony look, they're very evil-ish. The um, well, cartoons at night used to be for kids. No, but they were very. Um, they still really aren't right now. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of going back there. Yeah. Um. um do, do the they, the guy who runs the casino, Dice Man. I mean, like you just could tell he's he looks like someone just waiting to swindle you. Every five seconds, you're like, I don't trust you at all. My first thought is. uh you know, I wonder, and I don't answer this. I don't know if it gives up anything with the story, but you, you got to think that there has to be a twist where you can choose really what to do after you made a deal with the devil. Do, or do you, cause I feel like the game needs to have that, that approach to where, sure, you can go get all these contracts and you can turn them back into the devil, but what if you decide not to? What if there's well, another way? There is in the you know background. Um, as soon as you get out there, you know, you're like, there's no way we're going to get this done. And Elder <laughs> Kettle, of course, you know, because these are his kids, he's like, look, let me try to see if I can find a way to do it. You know, yeah. um, but, uh, basically the game is broken down to three hub worlds. Each hub world has usually six bosses that you're going to have to fight along with two running gun levels. And then maybe like a little unique level in between like there are these mausoleums you can go where you have to kind of parry off these ghosts and as you beat those you get new specials for your uh for your character like super abilities i've gotten two of them so far uh and i will go ahead and say this uh it has been said very much uh up to this that cuphead is a hard game and boy they are not lying well you know you're just not good at platformers i'm actually pretty decent Pretty decent. Uh, we just pulled up the rankings on uh, people and their, you know, their ranks as far as platforming, and you came in at two. Uh, no, out of twenty of us, you came uh, in at eighteen. That's not true at all. <laughs> I've seen you all play Destiny. I've seen your raid platforming abilities. You can come play Destiny too with me. Oh, I meant two D platformers. Ah, uh, top notch. Um, 
but yes, uh, this game basically, no matter what, you start out each level and you've only you can only take three hits. Oh god! And there is no way to get your health back whatsoever when you start. Uh, and I mean, it's to a point, and it does not matter if you get hit, you get hit. So. For instance, whenever you fire your, uh, when you, like Cuphead's first main special ability mm-hmm. is that he, uh, tips over on his side and shoots out a huge thing of water, <laughs> uh, like stream, you know, kind of like a water blast. And if you don't time it right and the, you know, say it's like one of these platforming worlds or levels, like if, if you're not timing it right and there's nothing underneath of you when you get done making your shot, you're going to take some hit damage. If you shoot it, but you know, you don't counter the fact that the enemy just shot a large projectile at you. When you get done, you're going to get hit by it. You, you, you have to learn how each boss, uh, works and when their opening is. Uh, and basically every boss that you fight will go through a series of changes. They like you, you have certain points. So for instance, um, the, boss i just got done was a dragon and like the dragon is uh at first he's like kind of shooting fireballs at you and you've got to dodge them and every now and then his tail will start to come up behind you where you're standing you have to adjust where you're moving to uh and his tail comes and spikes up so you have to do that after a little while you get done with that he flies away and circles back around and he sticks out his tongue right and there are these little clouds that you're jumping onto to avoid the tongue. And as you do that, these little flames come walking out and they just start like, hey, we're little flames. We're here we are. And about one in five will just casually start to squat down and power up and shoot up into uh, your general direction. So you have to be prepared to counter his act. After you do this forever... <laughs> You eventually get to a point where he gets real angry and he bursts up and all of a sudden he's got three huge heads and they start shooting fireballs. But and this, and this dragon owes de- the devil his soul. Apparently, yes. <laughs> uh, the, the dragon shoots his fireball at you. Now here's the kicker. If you hit the fireball, it bursts into four little tiny fireballs. So you have to make sure you don't shoot the actual fireball and about every 10 seconds or so the middle head will power up and yeah, it kind of turns into a uh it almost looks like a, the best way to describe a fire hose head and will just shoot out flames straight out across the board so you have to make sure you're either high up or or low down to avoid it and really these things that on, on the surface like when you see them you're thinking it's not complicated but it's doing it, it it's like games like this like super or not super metro but Super Meat Boy, or even to an extent the uh, the escape levels on Ori and the Blind Forest, where it's like they demand perfection from you. Uh, you need to learn first. You need to learn what the gimmicks of each enemy are, what the proper counter is for that, and then you have to continually execute it. Because there are times, I swear, I've gone to the final form with like not being hit once, and within two seconds, I just I screw up, and all of a sudden I'm down to one hit. Uh, it, it does not care. And I have sat there probably on that dragon. It took me about 50 tries before I finally brought it down. Are That's you the at the point, um, did you, there was one level I watched where mm-hmm. there was a moving train. I have done the moving train yet. with the skeleton or no, 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 I haven't done that. I've done the roller coaster. That's one thing. Yeah. Enough. 
That I want. <laughs> I've never heard so much profanity from gamers. I've heard that's yeah, I think that's coming up for me. Oh, I've heard brutal. Uh, Jeff and I made the mistake of trying to play it Friday night after we might have had a few adult beverages. So that was really fun. Uh because we struggled on two bosses for about 45 minutes. I got up uh when I got up the next morning went home, I turned it on and I beat both of those bosses in about 5 minutes because I was so experienced with it and actually was in really good control of my senses of that point so i could uh, execute but uh yeah each boss some of them are kind of quick to figure out others though you're gonna struggle especially for uh there are these awesome levels uh where you you're a plane and you're flying around and you have to like there's one where you battle a genie that's on the other side and you have to dodge his attacks as they come at you but then also look out for uh, projectiles coming from behind you too. Uh, and you're trying to power yourself up uh, for your special because once you get filled, you can turn into a bomb that then you shoot and guide towards him to do massive damage. Well, I love Cuphead's just when he shoots with his fingers like this. Just like yeah, a, that's the thing. I like that. That's so cool. Like, we don't need guns or anything. Yeah, he just he puts just, his fingers he just shoots choo, choo, and he's and, constant ammo. He never runs out. And you do get uh, different weapons throughout the games. Uh, one of the things with the platformer levels, um, there are coins there. And there is a shop that you can go to where you can either get um, different kind of... You can get to the point where you can equip two weapons on him at any time. Um, you can equip a super... And you can equip what's called charms. So, like, one charm is maybe you get an extra heart uh, per level. Or um, the oh. one I actually use the most is there's one where it makes it so that when you do a dash, you uh, turn into air so you don't hit anything that you go through. So, therefore, if there's a wave coming at you, you can get to the other side without taking any damage. But a heart meaning you can take an additional hit? Yeah, basically, oh. an extra HP. But the sacrifice of it is when you wear that one, uh, you do less damage. So <laughs> you get an extra hit point, but you have to survive longer. <laughs> uh, so, you know, risk reward type thing. So I've heard for this game that they, that they literally went back to the 1930s technology. Yes. To record things, to get the sound. They use that type of equipment to get sound. Everything is hand drawn animation. Yes. Um, so they really, I mean, there, there's a, when you think about the context of how long this took, you can kind of see, why it took so long because I think people showed a lot more interest than they anticipated in the beginning and they actually went back and said I think initially this was basically a boss run game yeah it was just going to be all the bullet hell and I actually have to say I don't think they needed to add the platform levels and you can see like I mean there's only two per world so it's kind of like eh it's it's fun it's a different you know if you get irritated from doing the boss fights if those are weighing down on you because you just feel like you're stuck it gives you a different type of approach to go after. But honestly, those are probably the levels I could least do without, you know, just cause they're, it's just like the only thing I'm focused on is getting coins in those levels. That's about it. Yeah. And going back to your graphic thing that you were talking about, uh, Chad Moldenhauer, he previously was in graphic design and they're saying that, um, the 1930s cartoons had like about 24 frames per second. And so he think. colorized the characters in Photoshop, giving them a, a frame rate of 60 frames per second, which is, that's why it looks so good and can look as yeah. pretty as it does in high depth. I, I will give credit here. I think, um, one, there is no game that has ever been made that looks or feels like this. This, 
you can tell how it even has like grainy technology. Yes, yeah, that's added yeah. in there. Um, even like when you uh, do the loading screens, there's there's grain and pop, and in the little corner, there's a little um, animated. Um, was it like a glass tower or mm-hmm. what did it call? You know, like the that you put sand in to measure time, mm-hmm. and he's just jumping and flipping his little glass and just smiling at you. And just call an hourglass. An hourglass. Thank you. Thank you. I, I was like trying to remember was, the actual terms. Like, yeah. there's a I was simple just looking term at like, yeah, just yeah. keep going. Just just keep doing this. Just go <laughs> off the rails. The Thanks for the help, and guys. Sand and flip and uh, what's just it? for the record, it's not just in this. It's everything in life. They just want to see me fail. It's all uh, they care about. Do you, the question that should be asked, Chris, is do you bring that on yourself? No, not one bit. <laughs> no, I was. You guys are just no, Richard Nixon. I was smiling. No, I was smiling at you, following you, going, "I know what you're talking about, but, but I don't I'm know what it is." It. No, yeah. I don't know what it is. Oh, just, so that was all me. That was, was all yeah. you. I was 100 Richard. You were time. the Richard. Yep, you're the Richard. Chris, you owe me an apology. It feels good, Chris. I gotta be honest. Um, so, so, um, <laughs> but even here, um, the music here, uh, I put the soundtrack on Friday, and it. It's just such a great send up because it's like a mix of like ragtime jazz and, and big band swing and all that kind of stuff. Something like you, you can just feel like it feels like it belongs in the thirties and in the late twenties and things like that. And I, I, I don't know if there's ever been a game made that like goes for a unique aesthetic like this on multiple fronts and actually pulls it off as well as Cuphead ended up doing. Uh, you know, like I can't stay mad at the game when it's, irritating me like heck because i'm just like oh my god look at that art right there or look at this little bit of detail that's going through it's like that that's just amazing and to know that as you said like someone hand drew all that like that there is uh there's like a one boss that shoots out all these feathers at you and i'm going like each one of those is unique and drawn Mm-hmm. In this animation, yeah. that is crazy. By the way, apparently there's a fancy football update going on right now. Uh, Redskins and Chiefs play night. <laughs> What's cool is is they intentionally. I went and when you said that about the music, I pulled it up real quick. Yeah. So they hired an, an Ontario jazz musician. Shout out to the Canadians of the world. Um, they had a Romanian developer. You know why they did that, right? And a Brooklyn anim- animator, and they wanted to keep the recording processes of the time periods if the team were developing in that area. You know why they era. did that? Went why? for a Canadian, right? No, why? They run about 90 years behind America, so they're actually in the he jazz does not. We did not endorse that. They just hit a great depression. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. I love when, when you work on a project and you engulf yourself in the in like I said, the era that mm-hmm. you're trying to be in. And yeah. I, that's really cool. From what I can tell, it, it really shows on this game. Does it stand out? Let, let's, say, let, let's say none of this stuff. Let's say this game didn't have that unique spin to it, that, mm-hmm. that um, aesthetic, so to speak. Ooh. Shut up. <laughs> is it is it a platformer that deserves our respect? Is it a platformer that is unique in and of itself, or do we really just come down to this is just a an art style and a way of, of and sound design that's just never been done before, tacked on to your average shooter? I've I've been As, I've, I've been told this is this is like Mario and Contra had a baby. A little bit. Um, I think which is as a platformer. As a platformer in the sense of going from left to right, those running gun levels, that's that wouldn't hold up as much. Um, as far as boss fights and all those, those bullet hell and platforming bullet hell levels, those I think do. Because mm-hmm. all those bosses are interesting. And that I don't think it's fair to remove it because like that's the part that's interesting. Like in turn, you're like, wow, these these characters, each one feels like a unique personality. 
Um, and that, and there's like, there are certain ones that they have a randomness to it. You don't know exactly what you're going to get. So you have to be so alert to every predicament in that depending on what you get and when you get, it can be a very different experience from, uh, one playthrough to the next. Like, um, a great example, there's a, uh, one of the bosses is kind of like a candy queen and she's got like a little, she has a, like a little, uh, castle that she hides behind. And when she starts out, she starts sending out enemies, right? So there's like five different types of enemies she could send out. The first one isn't that hard. She just grabs them off that table. Yeah. Uh, the first one isn't that hard to take, uh, to account for because you just have to focus on that one mini boss. Yeah. But then when the second one comes out, there also starts coming out these little jelly beans periodically that just march across. So you kind of have to account for them because yeah. like, you know, you could be trying to avoid the boss and just happen to land on one of them. Uh, and then when the third little mini boss comes out, the final one, uh, she starts shooting out these like things of rainbow flower at you, uh, that slowly move across the screen at you. And like, as you go through this taking, um, there's one of the, one of the mini bosses in this fight is like a ice cream man. Right. And he kind of crazy. He's, he's like a big ice cream and he, he kind of hunches down and he goes up really high, jumps up high and he splats down and he, suck on this. <laughs> and it creates these Sorry. little, um, okay. it creates these little ice cream ripples off the ground that, you know, if you're too close, they hit you. So if he comes out first, he's insanely easy to avoid and, and take care of because you just, you go like, okay, he's jumping across. Let me but if to he the comes other side. Third. If he comes out second or third, yeah, he gets immensely hard to deal with because not because of him, but because of the fact that this little jelly bean might hit you from behind that you're not anticipating. <sighs> Man, those or else, jelly beans hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean that fight took me a good little while to beat just because of that. It because it was it was it wasn't just the fact that he was there or whatever. I didn't know who I was gonna get in what order. And facing certain bosses later in that fight are a lot harder than some of the others just because of the way they move and what their attacks are. Um, that makes it feel unique. You know, like it feels like a game in, in a way kind of like for the reasons that, um, people like Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. each boss feels like yeah. it's been fully realized yeah, sure. and that it deserves your respect and you need to pay attention to what makes that boss unique. And the moment you don't, that's it when you. it, yeah, it it's, you. Yeah. It, it makes you pay for it. Probably even more so than Shadow of the Colossus would. Shadow of the Colossus would be like, well, do it again, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I hope this, I honestly, this game, we were excited about it since yeah. 2014. Uh, the, the scores are in that, like John alluded to, the high 80s. I hope yeah. they stay up there. I hope they get better. I'm sure they will. I hope that it's, it's, it's here for a while and, does it have any updates or anything planned? Uh, they haven't said. I haven't seen anything either. Yeah. I, I don't know if you had recently seen I would anything. think an update for this would be a pain for them just because <laughs> so as, how as, long. As being the person who's played it, um, Polygon, mm -hmm. GameSpot, mm -hmm. Game Informer, mm -hmm. they dropped reviews pretty quick. IGN held out. Could do you? Can you speculate? I mean, I think their review dropped today. And today yeah. being, meaning Monday, October 2nd. Can you speculate as to speculate, speculate. as to why that is? What, what they were they maybe said, they aren't as good. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a game that. I mean, I mean, was there any reason why 
Did no. people? I mean, it, it would be weird if if it would be it would make sense if other periodicals did it. Mm-hmm. But Polygon and Gamespot, the guys that typically are around with the Destiny Two reviews, yeah. taking a while. IGN seemed to just say, "No, we just got this." And Maybe it's um, strange, a little bit strange. Well, I it's mean, like, it goes to that theory of I want to be the last one and the last opinion. Well, I'd actually say it. it I think most people be. would want the other way, just because you're going to get more clicks if you put. You know, like there's that guy who does that YouTube. You um, that. Well, there's the YouTube guy. What's his name? Um, ACG that channel. They pretty much are hardcore. That guy, like where even though they got that game on Wednesday, by by the time the embargo was up Friday at twelve oh one a.m. Eastern or Western Standard Time, he was up. You know, and that's the way he is because he lives or dies on the fact that he can be one of the first, if not the first YouTube review you find on there. And usually he is the guy that will be first up there. Um, I think like if you're Polygon or GameSpot, like I said, it, a lot of this game comes down to player skill and some people. Get good, John. I mean, yeah, if you play a lot of, <laughs> if you're probably someone who plays a lot of bullet hell games and just naturally played a lot of games like this when you were younger you probably would have a lot easier time beating this than if it's just someone like yeah you like the genre but you're not technically you know someone who's got great eye-hand coordination and it's going to take you longer because it's going to take you longer to get those patterns down dan stapleton's like can somebody pick brian otano up off the floor he's crying because <laughs> get somebody else in here because i mean it's only i mean it's 18 boss fights uh Besides the final levels, which I'm guessing is probably the like an R2 So it's, if you, my guess is if you got this game on Wednesday, say morning, and you really dialed in, and that's all you did, like was Wednesday and Thursday, this is all you played, you probably could beat it if you're good. Um, plus there are simple versions of the bosses if you want. I didn't, I haven't done any of them yet. I, so I can't tell how much simpler it makes it, but it's very possible for those sake that they decide to do that too. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for you to beat it. Yeah, I'm uh I'm <laughs> on the third world now. I, I don't care. I just want you to beat it. Okay. <laughs> uh, why'd you push, why'd you push me away? Yeah, but you weren't having that. Yeah, John, because I got a broken iPhone screen. I ain't gonna mess with you, your iPhone. You wanted to touch I don't even the want to touch that screen. You did want to touch it. I your finger to... was there, and you were rubbing my arm, John. Do we need to put anything else out there? Just call me out. <laughs> Just call me out. So, Chris. Yeah. Game of the year. No. <laughs> it may not even be in this top ten. I, I'll say this. I don't think it, it's I bet none. it bumped out Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, a lot of things have bumped out Breath of the Wild. Uh I'll say this: It's not a game for everyone, mm-hmm. so that's why I've been hesitant. No, yeah, I if just you don't, don't know. if you don't like things like um, Resogun or uh, I like Resogun. We love Resogun. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like that. We mm-hmm. love it, but much harder than Resogun. Dude, Resogun was hard. Have you not ever tried to play? This. Have you ever tried to play or, with you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they called me old Carrie Haywood. Oh, I carry him every. My back still hurts from Resogun. Yeah, not even oh, the expansion. Oh, y'all are getting okay. Is, is I need to sit back. And, is this good? Uh, I just let this go. <laughs> I'll be um, back in five. He was over there making a stupid Tardis plane. Tardis plane. That was what got. No, no, no. It was my Dalek. When I got my Dalek, that we were, was when we I became legit. a god. What did <laughs> I have? The Back to the Future car. I think so. Or the no, they have. Um, 
Uh, was it a TIE fighter? I don't know. No, I didn't have the TIE fighter. I had the Millennium Falcon. That's right. Boss. That thing was too big, though. I need to yeah, play that That's what she's um, But yeah, games like that, Next Machina or whatever. Machina. <laughs> well, however you want to say it. <laughs> hey, will, um, you just say this, will you say this after me? Hmm. Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> say it after me. Chipotle. Chipotle. I figured he would. Yeah, how's he not messing up? Chipotle, Chipotle, Chipotle. That's good stuff. Well, man, that's good. You bring top-notch reporting to this program, Chris. <laughs> and that's the way it was. Nice field reporting on the street with Chris Lockard. Is Are we ready a, to do the news? I, I, I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. All right. Okay. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the news. The news. Thanks, man. You're welcome. That's what you get for what you did to me. Voice actors strike ends. <laughs> the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, has proclaimed the voice actor strike to be over. The strike was against 11 companies and has reached a tentative agreement which will provide performers with a new bonus structure in the form of additional payment. Bonuses are based on sessions working uh, work starting with $75 for the first session and accruing up to $2,100 after 10 sessions. SAG, AFRA, uh, that's an acronym from hell, uh, <laughs> Chief Contract <laughs> Officer, that's a CCO, Ray Rodriguez says that the new terms allow for transparency in contracts. Companies will now need to disclose more inf- information projects <laughs> or about projects at a burp, uh, such as code names, genres, and if any sexual or violent content is featured, also included are, wait, also include is the commitment on working on vocal stress issues. I think it's funny. I think most people read this going, Huh, that's still going on. Yeah, like, I mean, and, I, uh, I remember it, us talking like, about how, it. I mean, this was almost, this is over a year ago, and how many great games have come out since then? Well, no one's paid attention. It's, it's like, more of like, uh, it's, it's more of like, it was certain companies that were affected by it, and it was also the fact that, yeah, game development, of course, is very long in the tooth. So, you know, they had a bunch of stuff already banked in that they had performances for. And now you have stuff like, it's not going to be now. It's probably going to be in the next couple of years that you'll have some things. <laughs> I wouldn't be, su- I'll say this. I won't be surprised now. This is reached. If there are a couple of games, if they can, they go, oh, they we got to get y'all back in here. Yeah. Tighten like where they up. go like, Hey, you know, these people that we used in them in, you know, the meantime, let's get you back in here. You know, Troy Baker, what and if Nolan North, what if the replacements were so good? Mm-hmm. Like Keanu Reeves was in his movie. The replacements, which is based off a real life thing, right? But they couldn't say Washington Redskins <laughs> the or only, the NFL. The only thing I really don't like about this is mm. the companies will now have to disclose more information about projects. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's up to. I mean, that's just up to the game. Yeah, and I, you I, go in. I mean, I, I think, I think each each side needs to be fully autonomous, and each side has a has a decision to make. I will work on anything or I won't work on this. I well, believe that we just, will win. And just you have to disclose to me. It's like I mean, how many how many companies have people working on different things right. well, on a project not not being allowed to know what the other person's doing? That's well, just the way it is. And it's just like let this be the nature of the business. 
you choose or not or choose not to work. And the, and the company can disclose what they want to disclose. Mm-hmm. Actually, though, the main reason why that was a huge issue was because when it comes to all other mediums, that's a standard for their industry. Like when you make a film, they have to disclose to you what the film is. They have to send you a script and a synopsis of what it is because you may not want to do that film if you know what it's based on. And basically what they were running into is like, I know what you're you saying. get contracted for something. You go in and it's like, by the way, we can't tell you what this project is. And you're like, well, I need a gig. And then it's like, well, okay, by the way, it's actually a shooting game that we're not going to tell you still what it is, but we need you to do grunts and hard, you know, you know things on is? your vocal box for 10, 15 hours. And that's where well, a lot I, of these but issues I, are I can understand. In. No, this talks about, I mean, things, to include like sexuality and things like sure. that, yeah, it makes sense in a movie because you're the one having to take your clothes off, mm-hmm. like not a. But you're this or is a computer if, generated image here that's going to take well, your right. clothes off. Yes, even you are lending your voice to it, mm-hmm. but you need to. I, I think I think a company should have the right to withhold information if they choose, meaning the person who potentially does the voice has also the right. Mm. Not to work for that company if they don't like that policy. And look, well, this that, is the I medium. That, but I think that company should have the right mm. to withhold it if they want to, and not have this blanket rule across well, the industry. I think like the the it's solution just, it's is called freedom and liberty. Sure. Uh, the to me the yes, solution is guy. the solution is kind of what is the standard, which is to say, hey, they have to tell you, but in turn, you're expected to sign a non disclosure agreement, and if you break it. They probably can sue you just like any other movie studio could if you disclose something that you're not supposed to. See, that's um, but that's a choice also. I, mean, I, I just, mean, I'm just, hey man, I'm just all about choice. I'm I all am, about freedom and that's look, it. Are we forgetting that movies, by the time you're signed on, the script's already done? <clears throat> not necessarily. I, I would say the majority of the time a movie is not going to change too much versus a video game that's going to change in development the entire time. Well, both cases. I think it's more of like, look... Uh, People want to know, if you're a star, you want to know what you're signing up for, if it's worth your time. You know, I'm sure if Activision comes to you and says, we want to cast you as something in a Call of Duty game, that's a bigger get for you than, say, we want to cast you in this random little tiny Activision thing that's not that big. You might have, if you have those two offers out there and you know those are the two games you could do for Activision you probably might be more so inclined to take the role in Call of Duty. That was what the problem, or one of the big problems they were saying, was presenting to all of them, was that they didn't know what they were working on. So it's really hard to assess what is the be- the bigger get for your own career because you're not being told exactly what's going on here. Um, and, you know, I, I don't have a problem with it because, like I said, these guys, this is what they do in their industry and, I, know, I understand what you're saying. They gotta protect themselves. I have a heart. Maybe I'm just completely out of touch. But if I go to a room knowing that I gotta record something, I'm gonna talk to people and get. I may not know the facts 100, percent but I'm gonna get an idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works, though. Then I'm completely out of touch because I'm a person who's gonna talk to pretty much everybody I can. I'm gonna have a guy with me, like an agent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out something. Your agent is simply going to say, I have this session for you for voice work that will be probably this I many I will hours. fire my agent and say, dude, if you don't start letting me know what I'm going to do, they're not, you're out. But that's the thing. They're not going to know. They're not going to know because the company isn't going to tell them because they're so they're so I'm, concerned about leaks, but basically. You, but you, you'll be able to get an idea. 
No. I mean, that's that's I, literally that what they're saying. I find that so hard to believe. I'm no. just about letting industry standards be decided by the market. I mean, that's it. I mean, if no. if if Activision becomes one of those companies that doesn't disclose every tiny detail, and we're not talking about synopsis here. This didn't miss, mention synopsis of what they're working on. They know who they are. They know what they're working on. They know the general story. It's the matter of whether there's a certain type of scene or a certain type of something. Minor details that need to be disclosed. Now, if Activision decides that that's something that they don't want to do, mm-hmm. let the market decide whether Activision well, in turn, should isn't do this... that because because actors no longer want to work for Activision. That's how you fix it. Well, isn't this the be- market deciding though? No, this is this is a bunch of people striking. Sure, they're a group. They are part of the market. They've decided we will not do this unless we get these concessions. They've now negotiated out an agreement. I mean, to me, that's them. That's a bunch of people who probably by themselves do not have much power because they're just actors, most of them no-name actors, versus corporations that are literally worth billions of dollars. So coming together and saying, look, we are going to have a standard to protect all I of I know us, what collective bargaining is. You know, I think that's important. Do you? That's right. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's, to me, it's just like freedom's freedom. Yeah. Choose to do it or don't. You have the right to accept people's terms or don't. That's where that's where the individual's freedom begins and ends, and then that's where a company's freedom begins and ends. You don't like what we're selling? Don't buy it. All right. It's just that simple. Anyway. That's how you save face for everybody. Save face. That's right. You know what's not going to save there face? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Any plans for a Vita successor? Andrew Howe, Sony of Interactive Entertainment, who is also the president. Thank you for tying uh, that up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, sees the handheld market, quote, limited. In the time of the smartphone, Sony has all but dismissed a successor to the PlayStation Vita to compete with the Nintendo Switch. Quote, the Vita experience was that outside of Japan and Asia, and there was not a huge demand. The lifestyle switch, uh, shift towards dominance of smartphones as the single key device that is always with you was the determining factor. I feel like it's kind of weird he had to say this. I mean, I'm not really shocked by this at all. I think PS Go or the, or the original PSP, I think, did a good job to at least get a base in there. But it was pretty clear when the Vita came in that at least when it came to them, no one was interested. And I don't see anything that would say that's changed for them, you know, for what they would do. I don't think that would do it. I agree. Yeah. I think there's still a market for handheld gaming. That's probably true. I mean, you got the PSP sold 80 million units. As, yep. and I then, had one. I liked it. And then the DS line, I mean, those are kind of the two living in that generation. The DS line sold twice as much. But eighty million is not no slog. You know what I mean? Not no. And slog. I think I think the Vita suffered from a lot of things, and people just assume that smartphones were the primary driver that killed it. It suffered from a lot of things. Price wasn't really one of them. It was that stupid. Yeah. It was it was the it was the components that went with it to maintain it. It's that you're giving me the handheld convenience, but. You're giving me the handheld convenience in name only. You're not giving me any other item like the SD cards. Those things were a gajillion dollars to get additional space for your yeah. for your machine. And sure. I'm telling you something as little as the control scheme on it. Mm-hmm. I've had a friend who recently bought one. He was trying to figure out a way to 
to play his PlayStation on the go in Kentucky. Yeah. From his like from there and still log into his PlayStation. And you can do that with a Vita as long as you have internet and you're connected to your PlayStation, or whatever. It's kind of like a switch, right? You can do it with your computer too. Yeah. Yeah. They, a lot of people don't know that little fact, but it's there. But he was like, the, the like the sticks and everything are just weird. It yeah. could be something that little that turned off people. I mean, he had it for a day and took it back because Plus, of that. I mean, the attach rate for the PlayStation Vita was is re- one of the highest yeah, in the remarkable. industry. I yeah. mean, it was it was fantastic. And, I think that, and they they gave up on the promise of what they what they advertised. This is a console experience in your hand. That's what they promised. See, I disagree because I feel like they came out and you remember when they first launched the PS uh, Vita, they put out an know. Uncharted game. Yeah. And they put out a full-fledged Assassin's Creed game and nothing, Liberation the, or whatever. Or, what was oh, Liberation. Yeah. yeah you're right. um, uh, both of those, you know, major AAA experiences. What was the God of War on? PSP? PSP? Uh, there was a, yeah, Ghost of Sparta was on there. So, you know, they put. No, it wasn't on there. Was it? No. Oh. It was on PSP. Ah, okay. Yeah, PSP and the Indiana um, Jones game. But. <laughs> Right, that was on Clico version. <laughs> <Not> sure, <laughs> and MS DOS. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, like it felt like they invested into it, and it it didn't hit. And Sony isn't like Nintendo, where they're going to keep going back to the board just because they're um, you know different type of corporation than Nintendo. Um, and I think that what he's saying is, look, we can't keep affording to take this kind of risk on something that yeah sure might have attach rates that are really high but that's because the people who actually have that console they're hardcore dedicated to that console not that there's 20 30 million people out here who have this and they're all going to be buying units that much well look we got to give them props for keeping it around as long as it has we all know that if if something if something's not good for them they will hit the old eject button Sony is famous for that for sure if you want a vita you might want to go get it because they're going to go away. There's a lot of good content on there. Yeah. That's what you I know. You know what also has a lot of good content? Tell me, Chris. Stardew Valley, which is switching it up. Huh, huh, huh. Terrible. Uh, on October 5th. I like it. Stardew awesome. Valley. Coming to the Nintendo Switch on October 5th. It will cost $14.99. And will only be available in the eShop for now. In a post to Twitter, CEO Finn Bryce stated a few days ago, that they are, quote, working on finalizing a release date with all parties involved. Stardew Valley was originally planned for release on Switch during the summer. A multiplayer mode will be added to the game in early 2018, and Switch version will be the first version to support the feature. Hey, isn't October 5th the day they'd listen to this? I believe. No, that's Thursday. that's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Okay, so tomorrow. (laughs) Yep, tomorrow, guys. (laughs) You can play it. That's cool. Great game. I, I highly recommend that game if you have not gotten it. Uh, so we got our games for gold and our PS Plus for October. For games for gold, you're going to get Gone Home Console Edition, The Turing Test, Rayman 3 HD. I believe that is a Xbox 360 game. And so is Medal of Honor Airborne. Uh, over on PlayStation Plus, you get Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Woohoo! Amnesia Collection. Monster Jam Battlegrounds, which is a PS3 game. Hustle Kings, also PS3. Hue, PS Vita with crossplay on PS4. And Sky Force Anniversary, which is also crossplay on PS Vita, PS4, and PS3. So if you ever need an excuse to go get Kojima's game that will be the only Kojima game you get to play until <laughs> probably 2029, 20, <laughs> I suggest you go download Metal Gear Solid 5 this year. 
or this month. Egyptian history is in Assassin's Creed Origins. Huh. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins will get an education mode early next year called Discovery, okay, uh, Discovery Tour by Assassin's Creed Ancient Egypt. The free update will let players explore ancient Egypt in Assassin's Creed Origins without worrying about the combat or time constraints. This feature will include locations for Alexandria, Memphis, the Nile, Nile Delta, Great Sand Sea, and more. Quote, it's a dream come true for us to offer Discovery Tour by Assassin's Creed Ancient Egypt in education mode built specifically for people to learn more about the incredible history of ancient Egypt through the interactive experience. First, like when I was reading this, I was like, ancient Egypt history in Assassin's Creed Origin. I was like, oh, I thought that was obvious, wasn't it? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they announced this. <laughs> yeah. This is actually very cool, man. There's there's people out there that want to see this kind of stuff. For sure. Ubisoft's always about uh, doing cool little side things like this. Yeah. In most of their games, at least starting with uh, Assassin's Creed 2, they... I mean, it's kind of buried down in mm-hmm. the in the menus, but you go you can go in and actually every time you are see a building, every time you meet a historical figure, um, or a historical marker, it gives you like, yeah, the game as you as you progress turns into a big history book as it unlocks different files. Something tells me though, there's got to be. I want a video of um like students his, playing. No, Assassin's no, like Creed. I want a video of like uh, in one of the classic ones where. As you said, like you can go through the different history and all that. I'm just like some master historian just going through. <laughs> wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. That's terrible. <laughs> no, they're going to stick to yeah. the actual history. I don't think they're going to yeah. rewrite anything. And uh, They're not killing anyone? <laughs> See what I did there? No, I don't think so. Uh, we Shop Channel. To close in 2019, speaking of killing something. The original Wii store, the Wii Shop channel, will be shutting down forever on January 31st, 2019. Is that 18 or 19? 19. 19. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Make sure. Users will no longer be able to add Wii points to their account as of March 27, 2018. The user will still be able to download anything to the device that they have already purchased, as well as transfer content from Wii to Wii U using the Wii System Transfer. At some point after the closure, the channel, however, any data removed from the console will be permanently lost. Rest in peace. Uh, we shop. Yeah. Right? Old school. OG. I guess that means you will not be transferring those purchases over. Well, you can if you have them to the Wii U. Can you? Yeah, that's oh. what you just read. Did I? You just said it out loud, dude. Did I, though? Can I transfer it to my Switch? Yeah, but if, but, if you, but if you delete it entirely, it's gone. You yeah. can't recover it, which is just... That could, I mean, no, that no. I mean, that's the inevitability of to well, me all inevitability. Why would you delete it though? Now imagine because you hit the wrong button when you were drunk. I don't know. I mean, just so there's now, a fail safe though. There's now like, I'm are imagining you, sure you want to delete this. So you're that's saying, the point. That's the point. No fail safe. You can't recover it. So you're which saying, goes to the the topic of ownership and in digital media. True. You don't own anything. So you're saying we that should stop pretending that we do. Agent Smith has jumped down and he's grabbed the Wii channel <clears throat> by the throat and he's going inevitability, Mr. Wii Channel. That's the sound of inevitability. He's going to Matrix, I think. He went to Matrix. No, he did. He, he went did. full on Yeah, head first. Agent Smith. And then he went and then the Wii channel's all like My name is Neo. <laughs> God. He should have said <laughs> Wii. My name's Wee. Speaking oh, yeah. of overrated uh, games, what? 
That movie is not overrated. <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. Ghost War PvP mode. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. New four-player uh, PvP mode goes live on October 10th. It will feature 4v4 death matches with the new PvP mechanics such as suppressing fire into and oh I'm sorry suppressing fire and sound markers as well as 12 available player classes to choose from. The classes fall into three different categories: assault, marksman, and support. With each class fulfilling specific roles on the battlefield to achieve victory, strategy and teamwork is crucial to success. The update is free to owners of the game. Basically, Ubisoft going to be like, you know what? We need to keep making money on this game, so let's put this in here and keep making money. Man, that Tom Clancy, he really can make some video games. Just, does he just do this by himself? From the grave. <laughs> John, you know he's passed, right? Yes. You're supposed to say, no. What? I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> well, I love PUBG Corp, Hi. which was formed. Player Unknown's Battleground, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds developer Blue Hole has announced Blue the Hole. I just love that I Blue do. Hole. It is a great too. name. It's like, that sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, like Blowhole, John. We get it. Uh, <laughs> the formulation, they have announced the formulation of PUBG Corp, a subsidiary devoted to the game. Quote, given Player Unknown Battlegrounds global success, we want to ensure that we have the operational efficiency that is required to support the game globally. This new structure allows us to be nimble as we look forward, uh, look toward the expansion of strategic business opportunities that include the game's potential in the esports sector and the growth of PUBG as a true global IP franchise. It was also announced that PUBG has now sold over 13 million hey, copies. Millions. That's 3 million in this month alone. Like, you know what sucks right now about, um, about, uh, um, what you call it, uh, NDA or whatever numbers, you know, for sales, they don't include digital sales because I guarantee you just about every month, PUBG would probably be number one or two on everyone's list probably for games. NDA does include it now. Not for PC. Steam doesn't ever Shut include up, their stuff. Chris. Yeah. Don't want your education in my face. You know, Chris, I'm going to, uh, you reading this, mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm giving myself a new challenge next week. Okay. In the notes, I'm you, trying to make most of the words hard. more than two syllables, <laughs> dude. Because there was some crazy. That, that was a legit. That was a legit announcement. And he well written, it. and you tackled it like it. a champ. But he if did. we if we say Chris, say red, blue, green, yellow, you'd be like blue, red, yellow, red, blue, red. Yeah. I'm a turn. I'm a. I'm a. A e i o u. Was it? I'm like I'm Will Ferrell in old in old school. James, can you hold on for a second? The global domination of the Matrix. <laughs> I mean, they were, were talking about operational efficiencies and potential yeah. esports you know, I mean, sectors. You could do this. Or <laughs> I was waiting wait, for him to trip over no his flub. feet. Nothing. Yeah. You know, you could do this. Or you could just not be a Richard and do what's good for the show, which is something that's easy to read. No, no, no. You could both do no, that. No, 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 no. No, this is not this what's is what good I for the show. We, we have, have to talk about we, what's good for you. We have made you a bit. No. Yeah, you're this a, is bit. a bit. People love it. Yeah. I'm just going to start reading things like Pop G and Talks with Sony. <laughs> Player Unknown Battlegrounds. What are you not doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, that's how I'm going to read no, it. Don't if you, you do that. It. Don't you do that. Don't you ruin it. And don't you read like that. I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin it. Uh, 
PUBG and talks with Sony. Player Unknown Battlegrounds is now being rumored for PS4 following a rumor that they are in talks to further expand the platform. According to Bloomberg, PUBG, quote, has had talks with all the major console companies, specifically saying they're currently in talks with Sony. Nothing has been confirmed one way or the other. I think it was also said, like, basically, no matter what, this would be after it comes to Xbox. And well, yeah. I think the final version ships on PC. Uh, but it makes sense. Uh, it's it's going there's, to eventually. There's no way Sony can be like. Wait, how does this make sense? Because money. <laughs> yeah, because money talks, John. Capitalism. Sony can't sit there and go, you're going to have the biggest game ever. Right. And we're not going to get it at all. Uh-uh. Come talk to us. We got you. No, they said, you know we've sold 70 million units, right? <laughs> Andrew House walks in. He's like, I'm Andrew House. I just feel I'm like, Andrew House, and think, I'm here to tell you. Do you Sean think like, comes in? How does he do it? I can't do him. Can't I feel like him. he goes into a meeting with uh, Andrew House and quietly fills underneath the disc, which <laughs> is if, like stacks of 20,000, and he just constantly starts stacking. He's like, no, 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 if, you want to stay with us. What if the, un- what if the unveiling? <laughs> Remember, uh, we're the studio that brought you Wonderbook. What if the unveiling of the PS4 Pro haunts him so much that he tries it on every pitch that he does? He's like, we have the PS4 Pro. And he's doing the little thing where he just like <laughs> he's holds still, it. He's Everybody's holding. like, stop holding the console. This is so awkward. Man. But it's going to come, Chris. So I don't have to get it on. I can trade my Xbox in now. Well, speaking of things coming to Sony. <laughs> new PSVR announced. Sony has announced an updated version of the PlayStation VR. The new headset features several improvements. Uh, the headphone cables are now integrated with the headset, as well as a slimmer, streamlined connection cable. The updated processor unit also features HDR pass-through capability. That's big. I kind of, the only thing I don't maybe like is, I'm trying to figure this out. It's a headphone cables are now integrated with the headset. Does that mean that it has a headset include on it or that basically That's how I took it. me too and do you remember do you know what the predator looked like in the mm. when he had just stuff going everywhere around his head when you would play if, if you've seen people using the psvr there's cables everywhere there is it's ridiculous i guess though my one thing would be like uh if that's the case where the headphones like they're like no this is the headphones you get and that's it mm-hmm. i kind of like wonder how good they would be versus like say someone who spent you know three hundred dollars on some astros and really likes those because they have really good sound or something like that. But I don't know. It says it no, says I think headphone it, cable. So I don't know if that just means like the way you plug them into it is a little bit better integrated. I think I think that's what it means. Maybe that's what it is. Where you don't maybe so that's on the device instead of um in your controller. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's it. That's a decent predator. That's a I'll decent it, predator. I'll give it to you. Yeah. That's good. John learned this week I could do a mean golem. You learned right. that in the car. Right. Let's so. see his golem. No, I'm not doing it here. Why? Because. This is the I've, I've set up a platform for excellent timing of said golem. You need to do this. I'll do it during the Shadow of uh, War episode. How about that? Okay, can, can that's we get a it? good deal. That's yeah. the, okay, you heard it. Possibly right. with one Casey. Ooh, Ooh tease. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he said he's down. He. I yeah. saw him this weekend. He was at my house. Yep. Thanks for inviting me over to your house. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You turned me down. You literally. You. Did. You did turn him down. He picked the one day. You didn't have to do any of the other things. No, I did. No, you didn't have to go to uh, Beer Midtown. Did Mikey I actually show didn't up? Even go to that. No, unfortunately. Yeah, um, thanks, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, see, he had Oof. to be up at five a.m., so he was a little tired, and he couldn't. He said, "Fine, defend him. You always yeah, do. You always he do." He has very good, valid reasons. He's a sweet boy. Of course, he does. Unlike, unlike your two, reasons. Unlike these two what Richards had, here. What if you have very bad, valid reasons? Kind of like the ones Chris gave you for not coming over for dinner. No, we're looking. No, I we're looking for another date. Reason. We're good. We are. I'm not letting this go. 
I'm not going to be Elsa right now. I am planning to char some mammal flesh for him. Would you like to have me char some mammal flesh for you? <laughs> Meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> uh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, Nintendo Creators Program will block YouTube live streaming. This is taken directly from the Ingens, also known as IGNs. Uh, Nintendo has announced a new policy that restricts live streaming of its games on YouTube. The announcement was originally made in an email to members of its Nintendo's Creators Program, which give, gives members rights to monetize videos on Nintendo games on YouTube as long as they meet specific guidelines. It would appear that these rules no longer extend to YouTube gaming live streams, which the email says fall outside the scope of Nintendo Creators Program. To add to the confusion, Nintendo points out that the Nintendo creators are free to create a second account to live stream its games on or otherwise remove themselves from the creators program and register their videos for manual review. No doubt these changes were prompted by some high-profile YouTube gaming live incidents, which Nintendo hopes to avoid being attached to its titles. What is the Nintendo's creators program and why aren't we in it? Creators program was basically <laughs> a controversial, if you will, like basically you didn't remember, say that word right. Contra- controversial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff didn't think I knew how to say controversy because we do it like that. Yeah. He's like, "Do you actually know?" I was like, "How do you?" <laughs> yes, yeah, controversy. Um, it's like controversy. that is controversy. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I believe they created it because basically Nintendo wasn't allowing people to put stuff on youtube without first reviewing it and they were requiring something like 48 hours which i don't know if you know this when you're on youtube that's like a lifetime yeah um so basically the idea was hey if you sign up for this program and therefore you you agree you're going to do these you're approved you agree you're going to meet these parameters you can just post and we won't go through and look at your stuff um now they're removing it i guess for that which kind of just sucks if you were if you're a youtube streamer that does let live let's plays on there that really kind of sucks just go to and twitter it kind of just feels like it's um i mean i'm sure I mean, it's that, not why do i say twitter i don't think they're getting twitch. they're not getting rid of twitch uh right. stuff from what i've gathered but it is just like another one of those things where you're like if i'm on youtube i'm a little bit pissed just because it's like only affecting you right yeah and it's kind of like this idea of like, well, I don't know how to tell you this. We're afraid this one thing's going to happen, which really the only case of it really being a problem was with the biggest YouTuber in the world saying some stuff and it got resolved pretty quickly. YouTube's going to be yeah. fine. Yeah. Nintendo oh, YouTube. will be fine. It's uh, the, it's the it's creators. Just, if you're a YouTube guy, then it's like, now uh, you're kind of like, I have to go to Twitch. Yeah. You just don't have a choice. Okay. I wonder. It would be weird to see some Nintendo content like on Mixer, wouldn't it? Cause you Technically, you could. could. Yeah, yeah, you could because PC. Make, yeah, they make because PC. Yeah, they make it easy for you through your Xbox. Like they have the app built in, but you could go through your PC if you wanted. But yeah. there are ways to still stream it. It's just YouTube is one of those ways that now it looks like it's be a little bit harder to get your stuff out there faster, which is the key when you're doing that. Yeah, I think it would just be more like if you're a YouTube guy. You know, obviously with the Mario stuff, it just means you're going to play something else if that's all you want to do is YouTube streaming. And it kind of also just means if you're streaming these smaller games, you're not going like, you know, the Stardew Valley, for instance, you're not going to do it on your Switch. You're just going to go do it through Steam, which probably you would be already. But, you know, it just kind of sucks. I don't know. 
Finally this week. <laughs> Finally this week. Oh. Well, you sound like we're warming up a choir. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar has released a new trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. It reveals details on the story of the game and introducing its new protagonist, Arthur Morgan. <laughs> Rockstar describes the game as, quote, the story of outlaw or Arthur Morgan and the Vanderlyn gang as they rob, fight, and steal their way across the vast and rugged heart of America. In order to survive, the game will be released on PS4 and Xbox One in the spring of 2018. At least that's what we hope. Uh, the game will also feature an online mode, cashing in on the success of GTA V. Super. Also, the last Red Dead game. Super excited. Yeah, that trailer was awesome. Um, so, it had been hinted for a good while, or people just presumed that they were going to do a prequel. And this trailer finally confirmed it. For those who played the first game, um, the Vanderlyn gang is owned, is run by Dutch Vanderlyn, who is the person that you are basically as John Marston charged to hunt down because yeah. you used to be a part of that gang. He has a new gang when you play red dead. Uh, and so now we see him in like in the trailer, you can just tell like in the, in the red dead, he's, mm-hmm. he's black hair with like a lot of gray streaks going through it. You could tell this time much like John Marston's time has passed, but now um, here in this trailer, he's got like a full black, uh, you know, black hair out of air, no gray anywhere. He looks way younger um doesn't they haven't hinted if uh uh, apparently uh that's the time the show's gotta end we're done uh, apparently a world war ii uh news update has come through (laughs) um but uh yeah like there's no hint as to whether john marston is in the outfit this time but i think it's cool. cool because like the red dead is like the hint of the the end of the old West, like when Dutch, uh, spoilers for a game that's now nearly eight years old, but when Dutch dies in that game, he warns John Marston, like, look, as soon as I'm gone, they're going to turn and come right after you because it's not just the fact they want me gone. They want all of us gone. This is the end of it. And, you know, you get that sense. That's where it was going. But this game feels like it'll be like, no, 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 no. Instead of showing the end of the West, let's see the West 30 years ago in the 1880s where it's like really in its heydays, you know, like where we're 15 years out from a civil war and everyone is kind of out in this place that's just freewheeling, doing what you want to, to survive and make your fortunes. I I can't wait. Looks freaking beautiful as hell. Is there, was, I didn't see any gameplay. Was it all story? Um, now, yeah, they don't, they won't show gameplay till later on, probably. I mean, the thing is everything in, um, Rockstar games, the cutscenes, they're, they're in game engine. They don't do separate things. Yeah. So what you're seeing is what the game will look like. Yeah. Just to me, if, if, if they're, if they're shooting for the new person, the, the new adopter, Mm -hmm. it didn't do anything. Because mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's a it's a trailer designed for people to have the context, mm-hmm. and if you don't have the context, you have no idea what you're looking at. I think it the, doesn't it doesn't grab anybody the way it would grab you, who played. I don't know. I mean, that there's game. a there's the one shot that I think that really I, I like the most is um where I'm presuming it's Arthur mm-hmm. is going up the mountainside. And below you just see this beautiful valley stretching out and knowing that like I can go anywhere in that valley and the way it looks, you're just like, God, that, that looks like, you know, 
what I imagine, at least in my mind, you know, the old West, as far as Arkansas and on, uh, would be. So that, that looks really promising. They'll, they'll reveal more as time goes on. I think, you know, uh, the other thing that's cool too is that, you know, because of the time frame for this game or time period, it's, you already can tell it's going to be a very different experience from the first one. Um, you know, probably a lot more like heist type missions with the gang, I'm sure. Because Arthur's a very different character than John. Anyways, should we wrap this up? Never. Never. What? Sorry, right. I shouldn't have said that. No, you did because I stole yours the other day. No, 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 I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. That's not right. I'm better than you, and I would never do with the things you do to me. See? Ooh. He admits it. Ooh. He admits it freely. He thinks he's better what than What just happened? No, just him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Not me. Thank you. Some emails. There we email. Go. I'm awake. I know you are, John. We appreciate it. Chime in and say email one time, dude. It's not my thing, man. You do it sometimes it's with not me. My style. I don't like you, but I love you at the very same time. How is that possible? For both, I don't blame you. <laughs> if you want to write in your emails, you can write us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We don't really care what you write us into. Just, Just write say, us. Hey. Just say like, hey, how's what it going? Yeah. And I'll be like. On the show, the next week, I'll be like, not bad. How about you? And then the next week, you can write and be like, pretty good. And I'll just ho- holler out, pretty good. And it'll just, it'll turn into a thing. Right? So, yeah. right I'm sorry, else. ladies and gentlemen. No, you're not. I mean, as a person, yes, I especially but- want, like it when we get emails from uh, our super JJ Abrams fan. Yeah. He's my favorite. Those are good ones. Right. Uh, hey, guys. It's Johnny. Hey, Johnny. From Grand Rapids, Michigan again. What's up, oh, Johnny? Wow. Grand Rapids. Right? I wrote the email a couple of weeks back that ended with the, this is getting long part, and I can't <laughs> believe I didn't see that one writing in the message. But anyways, I hope you can, uh, you can play the raid, Sean. Have you? I did, uh, Good several job. times at this point. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I am currently addicted to Destiny 2 and have been playing it nonstop since, he wrote since instead of since. Uh, release. Uh, anyways, I wanted to know your guys' <laughs> take on the football players taking a knee during the anthem. Ooh, uh, I know this is a topic, isn't right. it? I know this is a gaming podcast, so I understand if you'd rather not talk about it. But I know Chris and Sean love football so much. Uh, but I would like to know. Um, I believe, or I would like to know what you think. I believe they have every right to do so. To Pretty much protest Trump being president. <laughs> but I just wanted to know what you guys think. Also, uh, what do you think about Steph Curry not going to the White House? This is apparently about to make this weekly political chat. Uh, we should probably not go there because John has a look on his face and so does Chris. And you have no idea of the dichotomy Ooh, of, word of, the day. of uh, political stances and whatnot. So uh, let's use that. You'd probably be surprised by my opinion. Oh. I think do we uh, do we go there? I don't know. I'll just say uh personally I'm I'm like you giant. People got a right to express themselves however they see fit. And you know, you can do that whether it's taking me or if you don't want to spend money on NFL products, you go right ahead. Doesn't affect me either way. I will still be watching my Redskins tonight on Monday night because <clears throat> I like watching football. What goes on for 20 seconds beforehand is not going to change that. 
whatever it's done has definitely opened up more dialogue on sure. everything. Uh, and I feel like that was possibly Kaepernick's original intent. Probably. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I'll say this. It's crazy to see, uh, the POTUS get involved. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That with the whole entire uh, Steph Curry thing, that was more of like, I'm like, well, it sounded like they were talking about going, but you know, even though some people might not want to, they were going to decide as a team. And it's like, well, you just made it easier for them. So. And, and look, I'm just a co-host on a podcast. I do a little DJ dabbling. I'm just a guy, but I will personally never not stand during the national anthem, regardless of anything. Same but here. I'm not in a position to judge anybody for whatever they choose to do or not do. I'll leave it at that. There you go. John, you got anything? Um, my whole problem with this issue is, for the most part, the noise that you're hearing is, it, it, it reminds me of the, of the, um, the sentiment from the Bush administration, which everybody attacked, was you're either with us or against us. Mm-hmm. But now you have both sides, and I mean this, both sides, saying the exact same thing. If you believe that I'm supposed to stand for the national anthem, or you, well, you're this. Mm-hmm. Or the other side, if you believe that you shouldn't stand for the national anthem, then you're this. Mm. There's no nuance in this discussion. And this discussion is... If you take one or the other side, you're not really using your imagination. Hmm. I would just offer this perspective. I work for a company. That company has an image. That company has a logo. I, as that empl- as an employee of that company, I can't make political statements on behalf of that company. Did we ever consider the fact that these football players should not be allowed to make political statements on behalf of the company and the uniform that they represent. Yeah, you're speaking of the NFL mm. at that point, right? That's an interesting yeah. perspective. I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't. I'm just saying I work for a company, and if I did that, I'd get fired. That's true. And I think we I think we lose that perspective because these are celebrities. And we idolize sports like we do in this it's, country. Yeah, it's yeah. always going to be different when you're a celebrity. There's right? there's a there's a time and a place to to I don't I don't know that maybe 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 going to your knee mm-hmm. has an effect. Maybe it doesn't. But I can tell you a lot of things that have more effect hmm. than just taking a knee. Hmm. I just think the discussion is just the discussion we're having is just not interesting. It's boring because we're all saying you're this or you're that. Yeah. There's no in between and there's no wait for it nuance. Oh, mm-hmm. there it is again. Because in most cases, in most political discussions, things are a little bit more complicated than we like to pretend that they're not. This is true. And that goes for everything. Mm hmm. You know, and I'm one of those guys who did not, you know, as a as a Republican, I didn't vote for Trump. So I upset conservatives and I upset Democrats equally. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> and with that, you know, it is what it, yeah. it is. What it is. I yep. think we all said really good things that we meant. I did see one interesting point to the whole entire standing or kneeling during the national anthem. That someone would say, like, well, the moment that you involve, like, the anthem or the pledge, right, are you really working for your company at that point, or are you doing something that is a social, civic duty type thing? 
and you know where you do you have a responsibility to do something because a company wants you to when it comes to a civic thing but it's not the first time this has happened people in um, england right now are like yeah people are nailing people, football people games? forget this like uh what was his name back in the 90s um chris jackson uh basketball player Woo! for the pacers he sat during the national anthem because of religious beliefs. Because his yeah. last name is Jackson. And it, it's not the first time. It will probably happen again. The national anthem is a hot Look, topic. I know issue. this is somewhat disrespectful, and I mean this as a joke. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. What if Colin Kaepernick was yeah, just sitting down? <laughs> what if one day he was just trying to tie a shoe? And, and he, he didn't realize down? it. And he went, oh, gosh. Now i got to come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's the case. Don't no, get me wrong, but it yeah. would be funny. And look, it's just, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. It's, uh, <laughs> was it 200 players a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And then it went down to 20? Well, I think everyone so mostly. So I think people are kind of getting well, here's, the. Here's the deal. When it was scattered and it was a couple of players on a yeah. couple of teams, Trump does what he does, which it generates this huge outpour of the players actually doing it. But then that generated it like. All kinds of people going, uh uh-uh. Well, you had everyone doing it for different reasons. You had some people who were doing it still because of the reason they were doing it before. And then you had a bunch of people probably doing it simply because they didn't like the idea of the president telling them what their league had to do. But look, and that's that's the thing. And people have got to figure this out. I I do not endorse what the president did. Yeah. But people just keep taking the bait. And it looks like the PR Mm. war. Trump won. It looks like he won. Uh, not saying he no, was I'm right, saying, and might. I'm not saying he should have won. I know. But it looks like he won because they just keep taking his bait. Yeah. I mean, the guy has an IQ of a gnat, and you keep taking his bait. <laughs> Someone is listening to this podcast right now who is the, the biggest Trump supporter just wanting <laughs> to throw something at you. Well, anyways. Yeah. Um uh, I lobbed some red, red meat at the yeah, audience. Right. Yeah, I don't think if, he's uh, done. I was just letting you go, buddy, because they don't know. <laughs> if President Trump wants to insult us, he can tag us on uh, Weekly Games Chat, on, which is on Twitter and Jonathan Barrett is a great American. The greatest podcast host ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> In um, the world, hands down. What is a podcast, Maria? If Donald Trump wants to subscribe in the future, just in case John decides to insult him next week, um, <laughs> he can do so on iTunes or whatever podcast listening service. Is out there. Uh, I believe actually. Was that the only letter? I think I've actually got this plugging on to YouTube now. Just an audio file. But Blah. if you want to go to YouTube to listen, you can search for weekly games chat. And I believe starting with, um, the destiny episode, I think was it's the a good first one. one I put up. It's a good one. So they are up there for just your saying. enjoyment <laughs> to listen. I might put the other ones up at some point. We'll oh, see. Was hmm? I was going to say, speaking of our Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're okay. I, don't, I did it naturally. Did Don't Donald worry. already? Yeah, Donald down? Trump's already. No, I'm just kidding. Um, at Tyranno, Games Chat to Tyranno Tortoise. Nice. Um, he, he said, "Hey, at Weekly Games Chat." <laughs> well, it's that guy. Okay. You know, I can't tell because it's broken. Oh yeah, okay. You know that guy. Um, he said, "At Weekly Games Chat, Xbox X release coming soon. Any chance you guys could do a small segment on 4K TVs? Put off playing Gears Four to enjoy that 4K." I gave it a like and I said, uh, you know, I'll bring um, it up. We, we covered 4K stuff early we have, on. I'll, I'll say this. Whatever you buy, do not go cheap, like insanely cheap. Don't be looking for the $400 65-inch 4K TV that came out three years ago. Look for one that came out like a year or two. And specifically, look for HDR um, 
I would say if you're buying either last year or this year's models of Samsung or Sony, both of those I know for a fact include the right HDR that both uh, Sony and Microsoft use for their consoles. Um, I've also heard that basically it's in your benefit. The bigger you, the screen you can get, the better of a, uh, <laughs> I guess the more of an impact likely you'll see personally on your eyes, though. Every eye is different, of course. Uh, and I personally, I rock and John, I think has the same one. I believe it is the Samsung. I don't, KS, I don't have a TV. <laughs> I believe it's the Samsung KS like 7,800, but like, I know. No, mine, Sun- mine is an LG that I bought like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. It's uh, in my same. bedroom. Please take it. There's the Samsung 7,800. Um, the 8,000s I know are really good and the 9,000s. I've also heard that the new Sony ones that just came out this year are supposed to be excellent. Tap that notch. Thing, tap, that thing mounted to the wall is just a prop. It's not real. We're selling the house. It's just <laughs> aesthetic purposes. Our um, our winner of our recent giveaway at Chat Mad uh, said at Weekly Chat Games Chad, thanks for the FIFA 18 guys. I always knew listening to a video game podcast would pay off. Hashtag best gamer podcast. Hashtag Georgia dudes. I need to send him uh, like three days after I sent him the email. I keep forgetting this. And now I'm going to put on the episode to do it. Uh, Amazon emailed me a code for him for additional content for his game. So, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Like, I think it's just like some little perk stuff. You know? I hope he got the Switch version. I don't know. Uh, that's, I heard that's the one that's really interesting to look at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, shout out to Corvin underscore and um, who's this guy? We got at, at David underscore McClend. Um, oh, McClendon. yeah. He's he's running. Yeah. we the Brand new followers to our Twitter. <clears throat> Um, we also, um, we post stuff out there, like Chris will post that link out there. So make sure you go out yeah. there and, and follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. If you're always wondering where to see what we're talking about real quick, just go to Twitter or Facebook. The they twi- always post there. The Twitters. But anyways, this has been episode 123. I think that's I right. That's right. Yeah. 123 of Weekly Games Chat. Until next time, I will simply say to my co-host, Sean, game on. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, John. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. life.